Praise the Lord, Paz de Cristo, body of Christ. Say it with me. Thank you, Jesus, for another day of life. Thank you, Jesus, for another opportunity at living. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me life, those in my house life. And it might not be the best of situations, but we have life. And again, I'll say it again. The Bible says, while there's life, yet there is hope. So we thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for another day of life. I might have bills over my head, but I'm alive. My car not be, may not be working right, but I'm alive. I might have some struggles last night, some emotional pain last night, some anxiety last night, but I'm alive. I'm alive today. And, because, and the song says, because he lives, I know that I can face tomorrow. So we pray, thank you, Jesus, Lord, for another day of life. Amen. Today I want to read you the story of Samson and Delilah. And I want to bring this topic unto you, trusting the wrong people for the wrong reasons. And I want to say that again, trusting the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. Now, we find this story in the book of Judges, chapter 16. It says, Then when Samson went to Gaza and saw that there was a harlot and went in unto her, and it was told that the Gazites, saying, Samson is come hither, and they came and passed him, and laid wait for him all night at the gate of the city, and were quiet all night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight, and arose at midnight, and took the doors down to the city of the gate, and two posts went away with him, bar and all, and put them on top of his shoulders, and carried them up to the top of the hill that is before Hebron. And it came to pass that afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. See, this was wrong because Samson had a vow. And in that vow, he couldn't touch anything that was dead. He couldn't marry anybody out of what God had told them to marry there were certain things that he couldn't do because of this vow and certain things he couldn't do because he was also a Jewish man and the Lord had told him you know you can't touch dead things you know you can't marry a person who's not you know, from the tribes. There was a bunch of things that he, you couldn't do back then, and, and he couldn't do some of these. And it says that it came to pass that afterward that he loved the woman in the Valley of Sorek that has nothing to do with the valleys that he's supposed to be in. See, a lot of times we, we want somebody who is out of our reach. We want somebody who is, who is, outside of our lane as these young people say 
You know, they say, stay in your lane. We want somebody who is just not right for us. Wanting the wrong person all the time. Has that ever happened to you? You always want the wrong thing for the wrong time. And we always seem to be trusting the wrong people. So he did. He went and he fell in love with this lady. But the thing never says that she loved him back. That's what I'm reading. It never says that she loved him back. And it says, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines found out that Samson had come to see this lady. And he fell in love with her. So they came and they enticed her, it says. So the Philistines came unto her and said unto her, enticing him, entice him and see wherein his great strength lieth and by what means we may prevail against him that we may bind him and afflict him. See, the word afflict doesn't just mean you're afflicted. It means they want to put a hurt on him. And we will give you every one of us 1,100 pieces of silver. Now, it doesn't really say how many men were there, but there were, you know, usually they travel in groups of three or more. So you're looking minimum 3,300 pieces of silver. And Delilah said, and Delilah said to Samson, tell me, I pray, wherein thy great strength lieth. See, she didn't even agree. She didn't say, yeah, I'll do it. She just jumped right to, hey, Samson, where's your great strength lying? See, trusting the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. Some of the people that are in your life right now, they're there in your life, not because they like you, not because they love you. They're there in your life right now because they're getting a benefit from you. They're benefiting from having you in their life. You're not benefiting from having them in your life. They are benefiting from having you in their life. Look at the relationship you're in, young man, young woman. Brother Robert Rodriguez preached the other day on Facebook that any good relationship, because there are also bad relationships, he said any good relationship, there has to be a give and a take, as we know, but there has to be communication. You can't be the only person communicating and the other person just seems to listen or not listen and they never communicate back that's not a relationship that's just you talking to somebody all the time and there can't always you uh, investing in this relationship and the other person just be making withdrawals in the relationship that's not a relationship that's a banking system that's a savings account In a relationship, there has to give and there has to take. I sometimes give, but then I sometimes receive. And sometimes I receive and sometimes I give. In a relationship, there has to be that. Too many of us men and women, too many of us young men and young women are out there trusting the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. Oh, he said he loved me. She said she loved me. And all of a sudden... You know, you start missing things in your house of value. All of a sudden, your credit score starts coming down because you find yourself getting them what they want. Getting the iPhone 11 for them. 
putting a car in their name and then now you got to pay two bills and you got kids at the house and you're trying to feed your children and satisfy this relationship at the same time come on church you're better than that trusting the wrong people for all the wrong reasons and Samson wasn't really trusting her at this time he was testing the waters And that's what we have to do. We have to see if this is going to work out. And praise the Lord. And if it's not going to work out, cut weight or cut bait and get out of there. So he tests her. He says, you know what? He says, if you bind me with seven green wreaths that were never dried, then I shall be weak like any man and the Lord... I'll be weak like any man. He said, I'll lose my strength if you bind me with seven wreaths that are never dried. Then these Philistine lords given, gave to Delilah seven green wreaths. And she bound them. Now were men lying in wait. Now they were waiting to see if it really was true abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, The Philistines is upon thee, Samson. And he broke the, with the reeds. He broke the reeds as a thread of a bow is broken. And it touched the fire, so his strength was not known. And Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray, wherein thou mightest be bounded. See, this very intelligent man had just been lied to had just been betrayed and he loved her so much that he was willing to overlook it he was willing to overlook the fact that she lied to him because she started to play the victim now in your relationship he says he loves you and you find him physically with another woman and what does he do he turns the table on you to make you look like the bad person well if you would have spent more time with me well, if you would have went out with me when I wanted to go out with you, I wouldn't have to do this. He starts to victimize himself and make you the bad guy. And then guess what? You start believing it. You're right. I should have not been working two jobs. I should have not been trying to support my children and make a life for my kids for when my first boyfriend left us high and dry. Yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have been a good mother trying to put food on the table. Wait a minute. I am a good mother. Forget this guy. I don't need you. Get out of my life. No. Too many of us believe it. Men too. We find this woman with another man, red-handed. And she's like, if you would have paid more attention to me, if you would have made me think I was beautiful, you never tell me I'm beautiful. He tells me I'm beautiful. He tells me I'm very beautiful and he buys me things you never buy me nothing and here's this poor guy thinking you're right you know I'm working 14 hours a day 
the company just reopened because of essential workers. Now the state's open. I've been working 14, 15, 16 hours a day. You're right. I, I, I should have paid more attention to you. Come on, church. Wake up. So she starts to make Samson look out to be the bad guy. You lied to me. You mocked me. Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. So she goes right back to, tell me where your power's from. And this intelligent person says unto her, If thou binds me with new ropes that have never been occupied, then I shall be weak like any other man. Delilah then then took four new ropes and bound him therewith and said unto him, The Philistines are upon thee. Samson jumps to his feet and busts the rope like if they were small strings. See, and she did it to him again. Any wise man or woman would say, hmm, this is a pattern now. Why is she telling me, if I love you, if you love me, tell me the password to your bank card. Why does she keep pushing this thing about, if you love me, um, leave your credit cards here if you love me. Love is not bought like this. Love is bought through acts of affection, through acts of love through acts of sacrifice. What is love? True love means to sacrifice for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He loved this world so much that he sacrificed himself. Love means to sacrifice yourself for somebody else. See, Jesus came to show us what real love is. Real love is not found at the end of a fist. Real love is not found at the end of a fired tongue. In other words, somebody who's constantly berating you, humiliating you. That's not real love. And real love is not found in the bed. Real love is not found in relationship, in relationship, in relationship. Sometimes you got to wait. That's why I'm telling you the topic of of today's preaching is trusting all the right all the people for all the wrong reasons. We're, we're out there trusting everybody. We're giving everybody our secrets. And the only person we need to trust like that is Jesus Christ. The Bible says that he remains faithful while we are unfaithful. So the only person I'm trusting in is in Jesus Christ. So she tells him, you've mocked me again. You lied to me again. And he says unto her, thou weavest the seven locks of my head with my with the web. And she fastened it to the pine and said unto him, the Philistines are upon thee. He awoke and he broke the pine beam. His hair was that strong. His beard was that strong that he broke a beam just by getting up out of bed. And listen to what she says next. He's giving her 
seven, he's giving her, excuse me, three times he's lied to her. Because he's he knows that he shouldn't be in this relationship. He knows that he shouldn't even be here with this woman, let alone be telling her what the Lord had told him to never do or never say. And some of us know that this person is wrong for us. We know that this man is wrong for us. We know that the Bible says it is not good to be unequally yoked. The Bible says do not be unequally yoked. Excuse me. And a lot of us are out there. Oh Lord, he, he he's so beautiful. His eyes are so green. His hair is so long. And we're just looking at the outside of the person. But on the inside, they're disgusting. On the outside, they might be beautiful. But on the inside, they're disgusting people. And we're, we're falling in love with the outside. We're not even getting to know what's on the inside. And on the inside, you wouldn't even want to know what it is because it's so dark. But yet, because what we saw on the outside, we fall in love. And God wants us to fall in love with the inside. And he'll even give you something good to look at the outside. Remember Rebecca and Isaac. She, when she saw him working, she said, who is that? And they said, that is the young master. That's good. That's your husband. She'll say, that Isaac looking good. See, she, she liked what she saw. And God will give you good on the inside. And if you trust in God, he'll give you good on the outside. You know what I'm saying? God gets you that good, good. The good on the inside and the good on the outside. That's what you're looking for. I'm just being honest with you. So she says to him, How can you say, I love thee, when thy heart is not with me? Oh, oh, oh. I think we've all heard that. How can you say you love me? If you don't give me your password to your phone, how can you say you love me if my name is not on your checking account? Girl, because that's my checking account. I work for that money, not you. That's what you want to say. But no, what do you do? Okay, let's go to the bank next week. I'm going to add you to my checking account. Don't do it. Because as soon as you do it, checking account's going to be gone. Trusting all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. Some of us just trust what our eyes want us to see, but we never let God make decisions for us. We never say, Lord, is this person right for me? Lord, is this man right for me? Lord, is this woman right for me? Lord, is this situation right for me, Lord? When was the last time you asked God for counsel? When was the last time you asked God for guidance? We're too busy just wrapping up what our eyes want to see. And Lord, that's it. That's gold. That's gold. Remember, I preached a couple days ago that not everything that shines is gold. So There is fool's gold out there. And there's fool's gold men out there. There's fool's gold women out there. There's fool's gold relationships out there. That's why we're out there trusting all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. But if we put our trust in Christ, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never lead you astray. He'll never do you dirty. He'll always do you right. Some of y'all need to stop looking at these men and women and start looking at Jesus. You've been in six relationships in the last two years. Come on now. 
The only relationship you need to be getting into is a relationship with Jesus Christ. Some of us, some of us men out there have had four girlfriends in the last six months. Come on now. Only relationship you need to be getting to right now is because you obviously don't know where to find the real one. You need to begin a relationship with Jesus Christ. And he'll have the perfect person for you. The Bible says that he made Adam Eve. And she was a help meet. That means someone who helps him or the opposite of him. If he wasn't smart in a situation, she would be smart in a situation. If he wasn't strong in a situation, she would be strong in a situation. She was the opposite of him, meaning that she would complement whatever he was lacking. Whatever she brought to the table would compensate for what he was lacking for. And they would make the perfect person, the perfect couple. Some of you right now in a relationship and you're putting everything into relationship and the other side of it is not putting in nothing. That's not a relationship. Believe me, it's a 50-50. At worst, a 40-60. But there has to be something coming in from the other person. There just can't be a taking, the taking of away. So she says, how can you say this if you love me? When thy heart is not with me. <laughs> Man, she's good. She is real good. She's hitting, she's hitting all the right spots. She's touching all, she's pressing all the right buttons. And here this guy is about to give her the secret of life. Thou hast mocked me three times and thou hast not told me where in thy great strength lieth. See, if she really loved him, why did she even want to know? I mean, why didn't he think of it like this? If she, if this woman really loves me, and she's benefiting with being with me, why does she even want to know the secret of my strength? You know, let's take it to 2020, year 2020. Now, if this woman loves me, and, and, and I'm, I'm giving her lavish gifts, I'm taking her out to eat, you know, I'm getting that two for two at McDonald's, that's lavish enough for me. You know, if I'm getting that number six extra filet of fish on the side and she's eating, why does she want to know what my pin word, my my passcode is? See, sketchy people do sketchy things. They want you to do sketchy things. Untrustworthy people say and do untrustworthy things. That's why I'm telling you, you can't be trusting everybody for all the wrong reasons. Can I get an extra key to the house? No, you can't get an extra key to the house because you don't pay no rent up in here. Wait on Jesus. Trust in Jesus, church. Listeners. So she hits him with that big one. You don't love me. Your heart's not with me. She lays it on real thick this time, listeners. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily. See, this wasn't just something that happened one day. It says when it came to pass that she had pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death that he told her all his heart and said unto her, her, there has not come a razor upon my head 
For I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me, and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his secret, all his heart, excuse me, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up, come up this once, for he showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up to her and brought her money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon her knees. And she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head. And she began to afflict, and she began to afflict him, and his strength went from him. And she told the Philistines, Be upon thee, Samson awoke out of his sleep, and said, I will go out as other times before, and shake myself, and the wist not that the Lord was departed from him. But Philistines took him and put out his eyes. See, a lot of us are in a relationship right now where you can't see nothing no more. Why? Because your eyes have been taken out. Just like the Philistines did to Samson. A lot of us are in a relationship right now and we can't even see what's really happening in a relationship. Somebody else has to come out from the outside and say, girl, you got to wake up. He's just using you. Some of us have to come out and tell, tell that friend, look, you got to wake up, Kevin. I'm just using that name as an example. Kevin, you got to wake up. This girl's just using you for your money. She don't even really love you. We can't see that no more because our eyes have been taken out. See, Samson trusted Delilah. The Bible says that he loved her, but the Bible never says that she loved him back. We're trusting all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. I want to tell you, put your trust in Jesus Christ. He will never abandon you. He will never lead you astray. He'll always want to give you. And all he asks is for the praise and glory back to him. This went a little longer than expected, but somebody needs to hear this one. I want to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for every man and woman who are out there struggling to find that person that they can truly love, that they can truly trust. And the Word of God shows us that if we ask, ask and you shall find. Seek and you shall find. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Knock and it shall be opened. Lord, I pray for every man and woman. We all, the Bible says that the Lord saw that Adam was alone and you said it's not good for man to be alone. I shall make for him and help me. And I know that there's people out there, Lord, that love you, Lord. And, and they're trying for a good relationship, but they just can't seem to find it, Lord. I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would see their affliction, that you would hear their cries, Lord. That you would see, Lord, that the situation that they're in, the relationship that they're in, they're, it's not the one that you chose. And sometimes it's hard to wait, Lord, but it's the best thing to do is to wait on you for the proper decisions. And I pray, Lord, that these people, Lord, that maybe at their rope's end because they're just trying to find somebody to truly love them. 
and all their fallenness, people who truly take from them. I pray for every man and woman who are out in this situation, Lord, that they would find that one person, that they would trust you enough to let you truly govern their life, that you would truly take them to greener pastures. And I pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Now say it with me, church. One, two, three. Amen. Well, church, I hope you uh, enjoyed this one. Trusting all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. Y'all stay blessed now. God bless.